What's good in the hood? This is The Drop with S.A. Doc. Today is June 13th, 2023. Summertime in the LV. Man, it hasn't hit 100 out here yet. Yet. But it kind of feels like it. You know, summertime in Vegas is no motherfucking joke. By the way, talking about Las Vegas and uh, the motherfucking Golden Knights. All right, um, shit, man. Uh, I didn't, I didn't catch, I didn't catch the game today, man. But the Vegas Golden Knights are the the champions. Is is that what you call it in hockey? I, I don't watch a lot of hockey. Okay, but uh, we're the Stanley Cup final champions. Are we not? I think we are. I think everyone's uh, celebrating on uh, on Twitter, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so we won the first Stanley Cup. So Las Vegas Golden Knights are champion. We got a championship team. Which is more than what I can say for the Raiders. <laughs> I'm not hating though. Um, but yeah, so so we got a championship team. Las Vegas Golden Knights, baby. We won. Shit, but I mean, is, is that is that it? I mean, are we really, really? I can't believe it, man. See Golden Knights first in Pacific. Yeah, yeah, we won the Stanley Cup. Oh shit! Wow, I almost dropped my microphone. <laughs> Congratulations to the Golden Knights, man, for uh, for taking this win. Um, I, I think next year um, I, I'm I'm gonna get some season tickets and start uh supporting our our championship stanley cup winning team the golden knights baby yes originators right um because it's not like the raiders where we acquired a team right or uh the a's that are coming to las vegas right i like the a's i'm for some reason i i always um you know my family supports teams from the bay area (laughs) the raiders the 49ers you know my family's from texas so um but yeah the 49ers the the raiders the the a's i remember wearing like a's jerseys when i was younger for some reason but i used to have a bunch of different jerseys so uh but the golden knights are the original original uh a team that was made here in las vegas it's homegrown right we didn't bring it in from somewhere else to my knowledge so congratulations to the golden knights we are uh, champion ship winners all right man feel good you know so uh today is tuesday and uh, i'm wondering what the celebration is going to be like today and i'm sure they're going to have like a parade or something like that and i'm definitely going to that because that I'm sure it's going to be a wild time on the strip. I'm sure it's going to be a wild party tonight. But again, it's Tuesday. 
So, you know, most folks are working the next day. So it's probably a bunch of people going to call out tomorrow. <laughs> and that's okay. I hope you got some PTO. Cover your time. <laughs> you know, you got to pay for them tickets somehow, right? So don't lose your job. <laughs> yes, yes. So, uh, you know, a, a few a few things that I that I wanted to cover today. And, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you know that, you know, a lot of the theme or a common theme in, in the podcast is, is a lot of stuff that I talk about uh, relationships, because in, in reality, relationships amongst your family, uh, relationships with your significant other are really the basis of civilization. Everything that happens in your interpersonal relationships trickles out into the world. So in my opinion, we don't talk about these things enough, right? We talk about all these above surface, you know, uh, superficial things, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with superficial things because we, we can't be deep all the time and we can't think about deep shit all the time, right? We need our entertainment. We need our, our fun. We need our uh, release, right? But to me, everything has to have a, a base, you know, support system and your, your family, your support system, it, it, your family is your support system. So when, when those foundations are, are shooken up, it, it's going to affect every aspect of your life. So we're trying to make a better world here, <laughs> you know, through uh, shedding light on, on certain topics and, uh, you know, bringing things to surface. And, uh, you know, having these things, just thinking about these things, you know, making better decisions. That's that's really what it is, because we all go through things. All right. So uh, no one's taking a moral high ground here. <laughs> you know, it's just that, you know, it, it, we're not very different. Human beings are really not all that different. And you find that some of the problems that you have in your relationship, someone else like uh, someone else who, who lives a completely different lifestyle than you do, like a millionaire, right? Have the same problems in his relationship with his spouse as, you know, someone who works at McDonald's and not to knock anybody that works at McDonald's. I've worked at McDonald's. <laughs> I've been working since I was like 14. So, um, I think I lasted there for about two days, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was back there the next day asking for my paycheck. Like I'm supposed to get my paycheck right away, right? When you quit. But, um, either way, um, we all experience very similar things. And sometimes by doing things just a little bit different, you can avoid a lot of problems, but you, you really have to control a, a lot of those instinctual urges to to just act on 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 impulse right because how many times do you just act on impulse and and there's consequences that you're paying for for years right just because of a impulsive you know decision that you made so uh, so you know a, a lot of stuff going on i mean talking about the surface things there's uh, a lot of things going on in social media. I, I don't know if you keep up with Blueface and Krishan and all that stuff. And uh, Blueface uh, got arrested again in Las Vegas 
for uh, something to do with a, they called it a robbery. And, you know, it, it's funny how the media will um, really twist things around. <laughs> Right, because it, it when I saw the article and it's like Blueface is arrested for robbery in Las Vegas, I'm thinking like he he robbed somebody like at gunpoint, <laughs> and um, so it turns out that it's it's something about he snatched some girl's phone, and they're calling it robbery, but I guess they can because phones are pretty expensive, right? So it's like a thousand dollars, so. It could be considered a robbery if you snatch somebody's phone. So don't snatch anyone's phone. <laughs> Especially while um, while you're here going to court for, you know, a shooting that, that you're accused of. Again, allegedly, right? There was some shooting at a club. And so uh, I think that that's what he was going to court for. And then he happened to get arrested because of this other warrant that he had. So Blueface is... Going through a lot of different shit at the moment. But uh, also, uh, the girl Krishan is is like pregnant. She's got a, a baby bump. And I thought that I saw on... Uh, I thought I saw a putty cat. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about Looney Tunes, right? Uh, and, and not putty cat in that way, by the way. <laughs> Thucker and Thuckatash, right? But... Um, they, uh, I saw something on social media about them performing at, uh, I think it was Mayweather's uh, exhibition fight that he had with um, uh, Gotti's, John Gotti's grandson. And I, I don't know if you saw the clips on, on social media. Um, I, I didn't really see a whole lot of hype and promotion. Uh, from, what I, from the clips that I've seen, I seen, I don't think it was a very big venue. I'm not sure how much Mayweather made from the exhibition fight, but it didn't seem like there was a lot of people there. It seemed like a smaller venue. You know, there was a lot of empty seats, you know, that I saw. And, you know, it was really just, you know, um, it, it, the, the fight. I haven't had a chance to see the whole fight yet, but I saw a bunch of clips. And basically Mayweather's just clowning, you know, the entire fight. He's just clowning this guy because the guy can't, can't get off on Mayweather. He can't get his punches off. Uh, and Mayweather's just, you know, teasing him. He's just, you know, dinging him and then moving, you know, sticking and moving. And, and this guy just cannot keep up. So at the end, or, or when they stopped the fight, uh, Mayweather's referee, it's that guy that's got the big bulging eyes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen him, right? He kind of stands with his ass popped out, right? And he's got these big... <laughs> No disrespect to homeboy. I, I'm not sure what his name is. Uh, and, and, you know, no disrespect to him at all. Um, you know, because I'm sure he stays working and he lives a very nice and comfortable life, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, it's it's the same uh, referee that, that does a lot of Mayweather's fights. Uh, but either way, he stopped the fight because it was just really not even a contest, man. I mean, this guy was putting up no fight. And so he's just like, you know what? At the end of it, he's just like, that's it, you know. It's done. Uh, as soon as the guy hears that the fight's done, he gets pissed off and he pushes the referee out of the way and he starts coming at Mayweather, man, throwing bombs, right? So uh, Mayweather, uh, he's alert the whole time, right? So he's looking and assessing the situation. So as soon as the guy starts coming at him, then he starts um, taking his defensive positions. And I, I think he landed a couple shots on him, like a couple good ones. It was like a right hook that he caught him with. 
So um, while Mayweather was in, he, he got backed up into the ropes and he was, he wasn't in danger at, at any time. Um, again, the, the guy was trying to get off and just throwing these wild punches and, uh, Mayweather, you know, clocked him a few times, right? And he's sitting there do- dodging the punches. I mean, you're not, you're not going to do anything, man. But, uh, all, all of the Mayweather security guards, they, they rush into the ring and they back everyone that is standing between them and this Gotti guy who I guess there's a, you know, his corner there, they're all trying to block him or protect him or whatnot but these guys just rush in there's so many of them and they just push everyone back into that corner and you kind of see him getting smushed you know um against the rope so um i gotta watch that fight but i I don't think i'd enjoy it very much again it's not competitive it's just you know mayweather beating on this guy and i'm not even sure how long this guy's been boxing you know to be honest so uh, but again, Krishan and uh, Blueface were uh, performing, you know, so uh, something about being lit. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then that uh, that vibe, <laughs> that vibe all the time song um, that it's a vibe all the time. And uh, I was kind of joking that, you know, she didn't sing it very well. I was like, I think I, I just I did a better job. Yep, uh, so S.A. Doc is uh, going to be at the next uh, Krishan and uh, Blueface concert uh, singing background for him. <laughs> you know, so maybe we can uh, <laughs> really uh, entertain the people. <laughs> and then better than that, Mayweather, and, you know, I, I think the fight at the end was more entertaining than, than the entire fight that, you know, that they had. I don't know how many rounds they went, but. I didn't bother to look. It wasn't even that important. So, um, but you know, um, speaking of, uh, entertainment, uh, want to take a quick moment here to, uh, shout out, uh, the Chicano music fest that's going down September 9th. And, uh, that's a Saturday, I believe. And it's going to be held at Craig Ranch Regional Park. And it's going to be really dope. It's uh, featuring uh, Tierra, uh, Richard Bean of Malo, uh, the Delphonics. So it's the Delphonics experience with uh, Norman Carter. So you got to love the Delphonics, man. You know, man, Tierra, Malo. Growing up, man, you know, oldies, lowriders, you know, the whole vibe. Uh, the Midnighters, Sly Slick and Wicked, the Mary Jane Girls, uh, El Chicano, uh, Joy, Joy Quinones, uh, Conejo, Mr. Shadow, Click uh, Out One is going to be there. Um, it's going to be a really, really, really dope show. So, uh, and then as I'm Looking at the lineup here, it's like uh, Miss Crazy is going to be performing, uh, Mr. Shadow, and uh, there's a couple other artists that are going to be, you know, part of the show, but these are the ones that, that you may be more familiar with. Your boy S.A. Doc, Doc Willow be in the building, so, you know, come through, get your tickets, uh, go to ChicanoMusicFest.com. 
ChicanoMusicFest.com. It's going to sell out. So you you want to go out there and and you want to get your tickets ASAP. All right, so ChicanoMusic.com. Uh, Let me go back here and check the original page. ChicanoMusicFest.com. ChicanoMusicFest.com. And go ahead and uh, get your, your tickets. Again, that's Saturday, September 9th at Craig Ranch Regional Park. Um, it starts at 4 p.m. We're rocking till 11 p.m. or later, right? But that's, uh, th- that's, uh, that's when it's going down. So, you know, go to the website, get your tickets. Uh, we, got, we got VIP tickets as well. Uh, those are going to sell out. So, you know, make sure you, you, you go to the website, get your tickets right away. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. S.A. Doc, S.A. underscore Docwell on Instagram. Holla at your boy for more info. So it's going to be a really, really dope show. Come on and support, you know, support. And uh, it's going to be a fun time, you know, bring the kids out. Uh, Leave the drama at home. Leave the drama at home. It's going to be a fun time, uh, you know, Bring your family out. Uh, let's all get together, enjoy some good music, and uh, you know, just have have a really good experience. So I look forward to I, I look forward to seeing all my people out there. September 9th. Again, go to chicanomusicfest.com and get your tickets now. So uh some of the things that that a couple things I wanted to cover in uh in this 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 show today um i've been following a story of uh 27 year old travis rudolph who is a ex nfl uh player that um so he played uh, i'm trying to remember who he played for but let me see here there's a whole story. I mean, if you if you look it up here, I'm trying to find out who he played for. I don't know if if anyone knows. Travis Rudolph is his name. We go on the interwebs. <laughs> So, uh, let's see here. Ex-NFL Florida State player is a wide receiver. Kind of looks like one. And he played college football at Florida State. And he briefly played for the New York Giants and uh, the Miami Dolphins. And he had got signed to some team in uh, Winnipeg in Canada. So, uh, the story is that, uh, he, he got arrested and he got charged with uh, first degree murder and three counts of attempted first degree murder in connection with the shooting that killed a man. 
show. And I, I, I've been following this story. I think I saw it on TikTok. And then I went on, on YouTube and um, the, the trial was still going on when I started following it. I think like last week. So uh, the story goes that uh, Rudolph's ex-girlfriend, uh, Dominique Jones, uh, who I think is a little older than him, um, they they got in a fight, and um, she claimed that you know he hit her, and uh, he's got it on camera, and he showed that you know he didn't hit her; it was her, her hitting him. Um, and she told her brother to basically to go and and get revenge, you know, because. Her ex-boyfriend hit her, right? So the story goes that, you know, these uh, four gentlemen end up at this guy's house in, in, I think it's West Palm Beach, Florida. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but um, it's a, it's a nice neighborhood in, in Florida. And uh, these four guys rolled up there and... Her story said that, you know, she sent them there to talk, (laughs) to have a talk with him, right? So she sent her brother and three of his friends or her friends um, to go and confront him, right? Uh, I'm really curious as to the the kind of conversation, right? Uh, I think if I was like the prosecutor, not the prosecutor, but the defense attorney, um, you know, I, I would ask, well, you know, exactly what was the plan? <laughs> what was the conversation? What kind of conversation were you going to have? And what was the desired outcome of, you know, said conversation that, that you were going to go have? And uh, it does showing up there at midnight, um, you know, uh, sound like a good time of, of the day or night to go and have a, a conversation <laughs> about a relationship. So I don't know, but so these guys show up at the door, uh, there, there's a fight that happens. Um, so, uh, Rudolph's brother is, is there, uh, Travis Rudolph, his brother's there and, uh, they, they get in a fight with these four guys and in the fight, uh, Travis, uh, has a uh, an assault rifle it's like an m16 and he used it i think like 30 sometimes there's like 40 rounds that were let off and uh one of the guys got killed so uh so he's on trial you know for murder and uh attempted murder So, uh, so I was following the case and so I think for two years he was, he was, he was locked up for two years, I believe. And he may have been released on bond, I think, or, you know, towards the end, I'm not sure, but I I think he was locked up for a good two years, uh, trying to fight the case, right? These, these four guys that show up at his residence at midnight after a fight that he has with his girlfriend so they can have a conversation with him. 
right? So, uh, what would you do? <laughs> you know, so you're an ex NFL star. I mean, you have some money. You got a, you got weapons in the house, and you got you got guys that show up in the middle of the night. You just have a fight with your girlfriend who you've been with a year, right? So she hits you, and uh, she leaves, and then her brother and three other guys show up at your door, you know? So uh, as I was looking at the case, just, you know, some of the things that I I was finding interesting were, like, some of the text messages from uh, her to her brother, which she deleted, but somehow they, they retrieve those messages. So just be mindful, <laughs> be, be mindful of what you text, because even though you delete it, they can retrieve that shit. Um, so they retrieved some messages where she was messaging her brother and she said, shoot his shit up or something of the sort. Right. So, uh, in his testimony, Travis, when he, when he testified, he said, no, they, they showed up as soon as I opened the door. Well, actually, my brother opened the door. I was I, I didn't even have shoes on. I was wearing socks. My brother opened the door and they started, you know, fighting him. And, um, you know, I came outside to help him. And it was like a, a bit of a brawl. But, you know, there was four against two. Right. So uh, obviously they, they were getting the best of them. And, uh, you know, one of them brandished a gun. And as soon as the guy brandished a gun, he said something of, uh, you know, we on demon time and, you're going to die tonight or some of the sort. And uh, at that time, he ran back in his house and got his M16. And, uh, you know, as they were leaving, I guess the guys got in the car and um, they, you know, they were going to do a drive-by or drive-off and, and shoot because the, the guy had the door open and he saw the gun hanging out. And uh, so he started firing until he no longer felt he was threatened um but you know me i'm 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 real big on root causes of things you know why do things happen why did this happen right because you have a guy that was a promising nfl athlete he's young he's 27 this happened two years ago he was 25 and uh, she's a little older i think by a couple years from what I understand is that she's still married. She's a real estate agent in Florida. And um, and she was still married at the time. I think she still is. So, you know, you got this guy going to prison for two years. And you have a, a guy that, that's murdered. Right? So you have like two lives that are ruined here. Why? Right. Well, later it it had been different, right? If the guy actually did, you know, put hands on her and beat her up, she showed up, and you know, um. But you know, from what the video shows, is that she beat him and hit him with a tequila bottle and all this shit, and he still didn't hit her. You know, but her in a rage, in an angry rage. You know, she gave instructions to her brother to to go and get revenge. And he listened. And because of it, 
because uh, I think one of them got shot. I don't know if it was the brother that got shot or someone else that got shot, but um, a few of them, I don't know, got, got actually hit, and only one of them died. But um, again, uh, this all happened because she said a bunch of things in the heat of the moment. And what I'd like for women to understand is that men are action uh, driven, right? So, you know, maybe in a group of women, you can, you, you can say things like, you know what? I hate him. I, I wish he was dead. And, and there's no action taken. And, and, and that woman understands your point of view. She knows exactly how you feel. Right. But as men and women, we have to understand that we communicate a little bit differently. And the fault lies on the brother and his friends or her friends, whomever's friends they were, for not recognizing that she was just venting. And this venting didn't require any action on their part. Not at that moment, not in the heat of the moment, not at midnight. Right? And if there had been an assault, you don't send your brothers to go down there. This isn't 1950. <laughs> this is in 1950. Okay? There's steps and things you, you, you do. Right? But she didn't do that because there was actual video that he had that, that showed that nothing happened. That he never hit her. But, you know, again, in, in that rage, you know, she went as far as to text the brother to go and shoot him up. And that resulted in one guy going to prison and one guy getting murdered and one or two guys getting shot. So, you know, the, the message here is that, you know, that we need overall, right? If something ends, because I think her excuse for being upset was that he was cheating on her, right? A married woman <laughs> complaining that, you know, the guy that she's seeing, her NFL player, big baller boyfriend was, you know, cheating on her, right? So there's really, and, and the thing is that things go both ways because you have guys that catch their women cheating. And then, you know, the, the guy that was on TikTok that, that killed his wife that was going to divorce him and who had hooked up with his friend, you know, his friend, she hooked up with his friend and he was over at her house and he had like rigged the, uh, the iPad to like record the house and the conversations and he hurt them there and he went to the house while the little girl was at school and, and he killed both of them. Right. I, for, I forgot his name. Some TikTok guy. So, you know, these things happen, 
you know, the, the culprits are both men and women. But this goes to show the different ways that this aggressiveness was, was carried out. Right? Because in the sense of the TikTok guy, he went and took action himself. He himself is the man, you're 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 a killer, you're you have the capability to kill and the capacity for violence. Right? And in this uh other case with this uh Travis Rudolph and uh Dominique Jones, she didn't have the same capacity for violence. So she had to kind of outsource that to her brother and, and the friends. And again, rest in peace to, you know, to the guy and, and condolences to the family. But, you know, she she basically used these men to go out and carry the, the out the violent act. Because she knows that men are capable of doing those things. Right? Uh, by the way, the outcome was not guilty. After two years on trial, uh, it was proven that he acted in self-defense. And why would you not? Why would it not be self-defense? You know, guys show up at your house at midnight with guns and fighting you. I'm surprised it lasted that long from how how he explained it. that There was a, a fight that happened outside the house. His mom was there. She was outside. They were beaten on the both of them. Mom's looking. A guy brandishes a gun. It lasted too long. You know, I, I, would, I may have answered the door with a weapon in my hand and I would have never allowed it to get that far. And it seems that, you know, initially he came out with the intention to try to deescalate and it didn't work. So again, uh, the outcome was that he was found, you know, innocent. And when they asked him, what words do you have for the family of, of the man that lost his life, the victims. Someone referred to them as a victim. His lawyer said, wait a minute, that guy's not the victim. My client is the victim. They went to his house with the intention to kill him. He is the victim that survived an attack. And the way that Travis responded when they asked him that question was, he said, my condolences go out to the family, but there's consequences to your actions. You have to be accountable for what you do, he said. And, and that's true. That's why, you know, some folks will say, hey, well, you know, the girl's responsible, right? Because she's the one that sent them out there. It's like, no. The guys are responsible, you know, um, in a sense, I guess you, 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 you can maybe hold her somewhat responsible because she did send a message saying, shoot his shit up. And they, they showed up to the house with that intention with guns, 
they went, they knocked on the door, they attacked him. Those real actions that, that happened. So it wasn't just a mere thought. It actually, some things happened. And there was consequences to those actions. That did not work in the favor for her or for the, the men that she sent to his house. So in a sense, yes, accountability. There was accountability. There was an, an action. Once you take an arm towards another human being, you run the risk of them shooting you. And it being completely fair. So men. Stop taking action like this in, in similar situations. Because again, as men, we have the capacity for violence, for extreme aggressiveness that has very real results. And in my opinion, your feelings aren't worth my life. My physical existence and my physical life. Fuck your feelings. On that note, men or women, it, once something ends, you should just let it go. Deal with your fucking pain. Go and get hammered for two months. <laughs> well, maybe not that. That might be a bad idea. It might drive you to do some crazy shit. But whatever it is that you have to do to move on with your life, do that. Because getting upset when something ends only signifies that you are in it for something that you haven't gotten yet. Or that you had to sacrifice something to be with this person and, and they owe you something. You're robbed of something, some future. The essence of relationships should not be expecting something in, in the future. It should be sharing now. You should never feel that you sacrifice something in your relationship to the point that if it ends today that you'll feel bad walking away. You should be content and, and, and glad that, you know, you had the time together and hopefully within that time, you know, you, 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 you grew as a person and you're better off than you were when the relationship started. You maybe built something together and you can both walk away with something. Maturity, growth, maybe you build, you know, a fortune together and you split that you know, you split it fairly. <laughs> you know, you don't try to screw the other person over. You, 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 make, you make it amicable. That split should be amicable. Once that decision has been made to split. And that decision is made when one of the parties no longer wants to be in that relationship. You cannot force people to stay with you. And you have to make that decision of what you're going to do when someone decides they no longer want to be with you or work things out with you or speak with you anymore because you don't control people. And guess what? People don't control you. So decisions, weigh out your decisions.
and live your life in your relationship as if if things ended tomorrow, I would be perfectly content because this relationship doesn't take from me. I'm not sacrificing my youth, my my hobbies. I didn't stop doing the things that I love just because I was in this relationship. I didn't lose myself in this relationship. I grew in this relationship. That should be the narrative. I feel strongly if that's the narrative, you really would have no need to leave or want to leave. So long as that you can live your life freely in the way that you would live it if you didn't have that partner there. That part of you that makes you you, that contribution that you have to give to the world doesn't stop when you get with this other person. Maybe it grows, maybe they make life you know, easier for you to, to deliver your gift to the world. But things like infidelity are extremely painful. So I'm not condoning that. But if that happens, yes, the, the, the feelings that come with infidelity are, are very strong. Feelings of betrayal, but, you know, we're not children. And it's not like you've never had sex with anyone before. Sex is sex. We're, I really doubt that we're anyone's first <laughs> or last. <laughs> you know, these things happen. And a decision has to be made. On if you're going to stay with that person, you're going to work things out and you're just going to move forward because your life works so well. Now, I have my thoughts on infidelity and, and allowing it, but some folks allow that. You know, open relationships, you renegotiate your relationship maybe. If stuff like that happens, because all those outcomes are a lot better than the outcomes that I described just now. They're 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 better than the outcome of, of Travis Rudolph and, and Dominique Jones and dead people and, and folks going to jail for two years to defend their life. Be careful with your words. It, it said that. You know, men have to control their hands and women have to control their words because a woman's words have a lot of power. Maybe she won't take action on, on those words, but the men around her will take action because of those words. So it's your responsibility to understand the impact of your words and control it in the same way that you want a man to control his hands when he's full of rage. The same way you want that man to control himself and not kill himself or kill you or your lover or whomever. You want him to control himself, right? And accept the fact that, bro, she doesn't want to be with you no more. You got to move on with your life, right? We have to have the same accountability for both men and women. Things have to be fair. If not, there is no balance. And when there is disbalance, there's chaos, So there has to be a balance. 
And ladies, you have to be more responsible with what you say. I know you're in pain. I know you're hurting. I know. But just in the way that you want that man to not hit you, punch you when he's rageful. Men do much worse. Right? We have to hold these men accountable. But in order for us to do that, we have to establish some set of rules. Not one partner is 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 to do anything hurtful towards the other. Because these feelings come and go. These feelings of pain come and go. And like Tupac said, if you make it through the dark, there's a brighter day. If you make it through the dark, there's a brighter day. All you have to do is make it and just keep breathing. Because our inter interpersonal relationships are the backbone of society and civilization. So if you want to sit here and complain that society is shit, make America great again, right? Well, that's not going to happen. Maybe it wasn't so great before. You know, when women were in these relationships and they weren't allowed to express themselves. And, and that's why there's so many women that are so rageful now. Because they've been repressed for so long. So no, things were not great before, but they're not great now. Maybe make a better tomorrow. How's that? Or make a better today now. How's that for a slogan? Because relationships are the backbone of society. If you're going to complain that society is crumbling it's because our relationships are crumbling. Our foundations, our families are crumbling. Because men and women are going against each other in relationships. And I, I suppose it's, it's some, sometimes, you know, men and men, I guess, in relationships go, go against each other. Maybe women and women. But I, I don't hear those stories as often. Maybe it has something to do with the communication style, right? Maybe men understand the way that men communicate. Even if you're a, a homosexual man or homosexual woman, right? You understand each other's language and, and the, the subtleties that go into the, the communications, right? That maybe just men and women don't get each other. And if we work on our communication, we can save our families we can save our society again even if it means that you you you're not together with the person you still you know wish them the best and you're you're there you know for the children and, and you co-parent well and, and you knock down these walls that you try to keep to manipulate and control and protect your feelings because at the end of the day our children are the ones that are impacted when they grow up in broken families, when they grow up in inconsistent families, when they grow up moving from place to place with no foundation, and then you complain about the future of our society. 
which will only reflect the chaos that we experienced as children. And this is why this topic of conversation, the relationships and conversations I'm so passionate about. Because it, it's literally the, the foundation of everything around us. And society cannot stand in a shaky foundation, on a shaky foundation, let alone thrive. Folks, there's a war going on out there. It's a war for your attention. It's a, it's a, it's a war to, to, to put a veil over your eyes so you can't see. There's always something in the media you, ever, you wonder why balloons, uh, you know, the war and, and it's a real war that's happening. Right. But it, it's all these different headlines, things that are meant to keep you, you know, in, in fear. It's said that the way that people manipulate you is that they uh, use fear or, or they um, they 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 want to portray themselves as someone that wants to help you. Right. And that's how they, um, or, or they get you curious about something. And, and these are the ways that you manipulate human beings. I want to say that this country uses psychology more than any other country in the world, but all governments use uh, psychology as a method of, of controlling the masses. And you must, you know, and it's not even that deep or that difficult to understand that you must keep folks distracted in order to make them do what you want them to do, to keep working in, in low-class jobs, to keep folks enslaved, for, for the elite to be able to remain the elite. There has to be a class system. There has to be low class for them to be high class. So although equality is a thing that is, is, is preached, that is not the desired outcome because I see more separation now than ever before. I see more of a divide between the, the have and the have nots. The plan isn't working and it's evident. It's up to us to, at the very bare minimum, protect our homes, protect our families. And stop taking our relationships as a joke. Because for you to take the interpersonal relationships that you have with those around you as a joke. Is to take your children as a joke. So uh, this is likely the last <laughs> episode. In the season, <laughs> this would be episode eight in uh, in the season of the drop with SA Doc. Um, I'm, I'm looking to make some changes um, to the upcoming uh, season, season two. Um, 
and I, I definitely want to expand it. Um, I, I, I want to have, you know, guests on the show. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to having really good conversations with folks that, you know, are, are being successful and they're, they're applying, you know, great principles to their life and, and that they want to share them with you. So now we can say, hey, what are they doing that's working for them? Maybe I can apply something to my life and, and make my life a little better for me and mine. And that's really the goal of this show. So it's not only entertainment, but hopefully you can take something away from this show. That would make your life just a little bit better. So again, if you don't already follow me, uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, again, the name is S-A-Doc, E-S-E-D-O-C. You might find me under my alias, Docwell, D-O-C-W-E-L. Look me up on uh, Apple Music. Look me up on Spotify, on all social media platforms. Add me and spread the word. And again, before I uh, sign off here, just want to remind everyone again of the Chicano Music Fest. <laughs> you know, speaking of families and coming together for, for positive things, you know, um, Chicano Music Fest, Chicano Check it out. Uh, I'm going to put the link on my uh, social, my social, not my social security number my social media so uh you know click on the link if you have any questions holler at your boy okay uh much love and peace to you and your family this is the drop with sa doc and i'm out